broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studio in Cumming, Georgia, it's time for Forsyth Business Radio. And hello again, everybody, and welcome back to another exciting episode of Forsyth Business Radio. I am your host, Amanda Pierce, joined in studio today by three fantastic human beings. We have got a gentleman with an, an Perfectly quaffed hairdo, that is a word. That's right. We've got Melanie, and she is coming in koozie strong today. And we've got Jennifer, who is rocking the red for OZK. I failed to introduce Tyler, who is uh, with 680 The Fan. Jennifer with Bank of OZK. And also Melanie, who is um, with North Georgia CFOs, as well as the Forsyth Business Exchange. Welcome to the show, y'all. Thank you. Thanks for for having us. us. Of course. Well, we're going to have a fun show. I already know because we've been cutting up before we jumped on air. But first and foremost, for our listeners who might not be familiar with you or your organizations, we'll just give you a little opportunity to share about what you do within the community. And Jennifer, since you're at the head of the table, we will start with you. Oh, okay. I'll take it. All right. Hey, everybody. Jennifer Haysbrook. I am with Bank OZK. I am a uh, commercial banker with Bank OZK. Um, been with the bank through mergers and acquisitions for the past 10 years and just recently moved over to the commercial side. Excited to be a part of it because I get to hang out more with small businesses and get out in the community more than when I was working in the branches. So really excited for the opportunity and really excited to be a part of the show today. Thank you for having me. Thank you, Jennifer. And yourself, Melanie. Ah, thank you again for having me as well this morning or afternoon, whichever yeah. we are. Well, there. Uh, <laughs> it's getting close Technical enough, morning, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, I own North Georgia CFOs. I'm one of the, I am the founding member of North Georgia CFOs, and I have a partner named Tom Cook that is also a part of North Georgia CFOs. And we are a fractional business. So people that can't afford to hire a full-time CFO can look to us to um, come in and work with them as little or as much as they need. Um, so we're in the Forsyth and um, area, and uh, just glad to be here this morning. Thank and you. And North Georgia as well. Uh, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for joining us. Thank you. And Tyler. Yeah, so uh, my name is Tyler Nelson. I am one of the local di- uh, directors of local partnerships at uh, 680 The Fan and Braves Radio Network. Uh, we're the flagship station of the Atlanta Braves, the Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets, and the official sports stock station of the Georgia Bulldogs. And uh, 680 AM, 93.7 FM, and on the 680 The Fan app, Worldwide. So, yeah. And the audience goes wild. <laughs> you can tell he comes from radio. He's got that voice. He does. He does, does. Voice. I'm he does have the voice. Yes. <laughs> I to be clear, I am not on air. I'm not, uh, I'm not the talent. Right. Thank you guys for sharing a little bit about what you guys do and with your organizations. Um, I know that Jennifer and Melanie, I see you guys at a lot of networking events here in the Forsyth area. Uh, Jennifer, I think you and I first met. What was it? At, was it at Women Connect? Uh, I believe it's either that or one of the chamber luncheons. Chamber luncheons, yes. Mm-hmm. They offer robust um, events for us to go to and network. And as a new Forsythian here in January, they were really welcoming um, to me and the business launch. And you were one of the first people I met. So I'm delighted to have you in studio today. Yeah. Share a little bit about the power of networking through our great Chamber of Commerce. There are so many programs. And, and Melanie, you can jump into. Tyler, I know you have yet to mm-hmm. join us, but you're welcome to join us anytime. Specifically, Women Connect is mm-hmm. a fantastic catalyst for women like ourselves to kind of get to know each other in a relaxed setting, but also gain some knowledge um, about 
something specific like digital marketing or podcasting, like mm-hmm. the last one we went to. Yeah. So tell our listeners about the value that you find within networking in those organizations. Well, I think for myself, um, if you are in an, an industry where you're here to help small businesses, um, you've got to put yourself out there and you've got to network. Um, that's how you're going to consistently keep being in front of the businesses here. Um, what's great about a lot of the stuff coming through the chamber is, you know, they did some rebranding um, during COVID and was taking a look at the different um, areas that were of need. And I think there's been a refocus back on small business and allowing, um, you know, us to all kind of commingle together better. Women Connect, they rebranded that and it's, it's, I've enjoyed it. We actually had an event last night. It was our first evening event. Have the different opportunities, either through lunch or evening. They've brought back, you know, some of the other evening stuff, business after hours. There was one last week that was really good um, as well. And there are so many different new businesses coming to this stuff. And for myself, and I think any business, and I tell any business this, I don't think you really honestly have like a certain group you should probably go to. You never know who you can give refer somebody else to that and and that is I think the biggest thing is the power of networking is the connecting and always being a part of the community I would agree with you totally and I'd like to parlay to Melanie because Melanie actually spearheads, she's one of the founding members of Forsyth Business Exchange, which mm-hmm. is so awesome. And I know, Jennifer, you're a part of that group because yes. you brought those delicious donuts last week. <laughs> <laughs> she's trying to get what us was fat. It? Chunky Monkey wasn't the name Dutch of it. Dutch Monkey. Dutch Dutch I mean, monkey. what's a networking event without good yeah. Lunchables? Right? Doesn't oh my Dutch gosh, Monkey I... now instantly put Brass Monkey? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Local so, business here as well. Yeah. Nice. Forsyth. Yeah. That's right. Check them out. Yep. Melanie, share with us the passion behind um, kind of launching launching the Forsyth Business Exchange, and also, obviously, you find value in peer-to-peer networking with with a little applied strategy. So share where the concept uh, was born and how you kind of manifested it into life. Okay, so um, Megan Pfeiffer and I um, had met at another networking group that we were just visitors at, and we were listening to the conversation and the amount of money that was going to cost to be involved in this networking um, organization, and we kind of just kind of looked at each other. We're both those kids that sit in the back of the classroom, you know, that are (laughs) probably getting into trouble, and um, we looked at each other. No. I know. Scratching your crush's name (laughs) in the desk. Right, (laughs) right, yeah. Um, And so we kind of looked at each other and said, oh, my God, we can so do this. And so didn't know Megan. She didn't know me. And but we just kept on making comments about everything going on in the back of the classroom. And so we met and we said, you know what, let's try and do this. So um, and at the same time, uh, Kathy Lacey Eglin was putting getting her real estate license at the time. And so she was trying to build her business. And so and I had Uh, was working as a fractional CFO at the time. So I said, let's try and put something together. And so um, we started it out as just a cocktail party and after hours because it's the best time to get people together, especially business people, because they don't have to rush off if you do an evening event normally unless they have kids and have to get home. But normally, you know, it's even an excuse for them 
to not have to go home. <laughs> <laughs> unwind, <laughs> unwind a little bit. Yeah. Right? A little more yeah. relaxed atmosphere. Yeah, too. exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So we started it out like that with um, a monthly um, uh, cocktail party, if you will. And we just met a lot of great people from all walks, walks of life. And everybody really enjoyed it. Well, the three of us all got so busy with our jobs, we kind of went to the wayside. So I'm going to fast forward now. Um, uh, like six years, and then we came back together when I started North Georgia CFOs, and I said, we need to, you know, Megan was starting a new adventure in her life in the payroll world, and so we decided, you know what, let's do this again. So we started it out with another cocktail party, and then COVID hit in January 2020. So then we went to, you know what? Zooms. No, we didn't. Thank we're again, remember, we're the bad kids in the back of the classroom, right? <laughs> so we said, well, let's just meet. The, so there was a core group of us that said, you know, we need help during all this COVID mess, right? And so we all got together. Uh, there was probably 10 of us that got together on a regular basis and said, you know what, we'll just find a place that's open, that's willing to let us sit and their breakfast place like first watch and um so we started having breakfast and meeting every other thursday and so it's kind of evolved from there and john compton um who's with uh renaissance bank he um is a member over at polo club and so now we meet every other thursday at the polo club I'm excited to join you at the Polo Club. Well, it does sound fancy, but we don't allow any suits in FBX. Oh, yeah. You know, I was wondering, because I got dressed up just for that last (laughs) meeting, and then I saw Dimitri in gym clothes, and I was like, why did I get dressed? (laughs) But it was the first meeting I went to, so I wanted to make a good impression. There you go. Yeah, blue jeans, cowboy boots. There you go. I like it. Well, and then the Forsyth Business Exchange was born, and I do have to give a shout-out to one of your members, Derek Brooks. We are seated here in this beautiful studio that has been outfitted by Brandy. Wine printing. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah, he does all of North Georgia's um, stuff as well. Good man to know. Absolutely. Well, we're going to kind of transition to Tyler. Tyler and I got to know each other in a roundabout manner. So in this digital yeah. era, we are uh, yeah. followers of each other's work on yeah. social media, and we're proponents for each other. And we kind of wildly connected through <laughs> our, our common um, broadcasting background, and we found fruit in each other's connections. So we're just yeah. kind of like connection, like wheels are cranking. Mm-hmm. But Tyler, Individual networking versus yes. one-to-one networking. One to peer, yeah. 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 One yeah. Peer-to-peer networking. Peer-to-peer. Yes, so right. share a little bit about the power of networking and where you find value and what groups and how you kind of manifest um, the relationships through that process well so um while my job is very multifaceted and multi-tiered at the core of it is sales right um and you any i think regardless of your industry or whatever you're selling you want long-term relationship-based sales not transactional right right networking networking leads to relationships which leads to partnerships and partnerships i by definition sustained right Mm -hmm. and um you know so for for us one of the the thing that i'm well you know said the for the brave station and all that the thing that i'm the most proud to say is that we're locally owned we're family and locally owned and that's so what that the reason i love being able to say that and why i love that's the fact that that's true is that we are marketers and partners first not check cashers right Mm -hmm. it's not transactional business we don't we don't at least go for that and that says, our owner David Dickey says, why we me- measure our partnerships in years, not weeks and months. Uh, so, again, you know, when you're meeting, whether it's digitally, like Amanda and I did at first, or in actually these groups, which sound like a lot of fun, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
you know, it, networking starts with actual interaction. And if you're showing up in gym clothes and having a cocktail versus one suit walking into another suit's, you know, office, there's a little bit more, I think, commonality you can share. You get to know someone instead of being like business, 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 right? As he makes fun of that on the business radio <laughs> podcast, but but again, I think you know it all starts with networking that you get to m- get to know folks on a real level, and then that prog- you know progresses to relationships, which means okay, now let's talk business, right? Absolutely. Yeah. So and trust and solve base, and you know trust and get to know. It right. is. And maybe you guys can all speak to this point, um, being that we're we, I'm, I'm definitely have been networking for at least twenty years now, dating myself. So I <laughs> think that we're all kind of vets in the game. I have noticed a change in the nature of networking and the way that people do business. And I'd say I'm kind of old fashioned and old school when it comes to certain things, traditional, shall you, shall I say? But I've noticed this whole like new wave of networking and different ways to kind of gain business. Is that a trend that you guys have been able to see as well? Have you been able to see a metamorphosis or do you uh, are you still a believer in the shaking hands and exchanging business cards, uh, et cetera? Well, um, I, you know, I'll jump in for like not to catch all off, but uh, I think that there's a mixture of both. Right. Because I think at the end of the day, there's nothing beats sitting down and meeting someone face-to-face, right? Mm-hmm. Totally. Um, you know, I like and to I th- call pressing the flesh. And we... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. uh, uh, maybe not press uh, too hard. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, I didn't say what flesh, Melanie. <laughs> but, you know, I think w- the pandemic highlighted that more than anything, that humans crave it and we need it, and it is at the core of what makes us unique, I think. And uh, you mix Absolutely. that with, you know, there's new things where, like, you don't even need print digi- business cards. You can... Tap yes, on this little thing. Someone showed me yeah. this the other day, and that's super cool. And that's technology, and so is LinkedIn. And yeah. But at the end of the day, you you gotta. I think the actual networking events and the thing mm-hmm. where you do, like I said, let your hair down and have a cocktail mm-hmm. with someone. Go, okay, so let's let's talk about each other or whatever. That's yeah. I think so. Both. So kind of where I was going with that, maybe to define it a little bit more, is we all come from the traditional, and and the chamber is wonderful. Mm -hmm. Chambers back in the day were a lot more. Uh, rigid, I would say, but you mm-hmm. yourself host a networking group that's pretty flexible. We right. shared uh, a little bit about um, our good friend Dimitri, and I told Tyler about the group uh, Brews with Bros. That's <laughs> right? kind of an, a relaxed network setting. Just as a social experiment, what is your preference? Would you prefer to go and try and make connections in a more relaxed setting where your outfit wasn't necessarily the first consideration, or would you prefer to be there where you throw on the suit and the cufflinks and oh, God, sit no. in that squeaky chair and no. you bring 250 business cards no it's all about well it, as we've all said it's all about relationships right? right and it's and if you're going to do business in today's world it's not like when my father was growing up you know where you went door to door and knocked on people's door literally mm-hmm. all right today it's about who you know because everybody wants to do business with people that are but that are know. close to their world right um, and so I think in today's world, if like our clients, when they need something, like uh, we have a client um, that's um, in the Dunwoody area and she needs somebody to help her on payroll uh, or human resource stuff, not payroll, but human resource. And so I have people in our network 
that I trust. And the reason I trust them is because I've gotten to know them, to your mm-hmm. point, Tyler. You know, yeah. you, we were learning to meet people and meet them on a personal level yes. and understand who they are so that when we do give a referral, it's not like I'm just giving a referral just because I picked up their business card. I actually know this person and mm-hmm. I know they're going to have my back because it's my name. It's Trust. George's name, right? Trust. Right. Yeah. So, well, I think the biggest thing is, and even when I'm promoting myself out there, I'm promoting me. Yes, I work for Bank OZK. Yes, you get Bank OZK with me, but I'm promoting me. And it's the same when you're connecting and networking is, I think, in the more relaxed atmospheres, you're getting to know them as the person. They can give me their spiel on their business and, you know, what it is that they do and all that. I could probably also read that online. But I'm not going to be working with your business. I'm going to be working with you so I can get to know you. And if I am going to refer somebody, you know, like we do in, in, you know, within these networking groups, I'm able to say, this person will call you back. This is their temperament. Hey, maybe call, you know, they got two kids and, you know, evenings might be a little bit better or they are like super early birds and they'll be right there and stuff. So I think you get to get on more of a personal level and you, you get to promote the person because that's who you're working with. And I think that encourages the conversation about the value of building a personal brand of your own alongside of the business you represent, whether it's the one you own or, or work for, for a larger company that's not that you don't own, like Jennifer and I do. Mm-hmm. Right. Priceless. Well, and my Priceless. clients, yeah. like our clients tell us all the time, you know, you have the best connections. You have the best people. If Melanie's going to, if I need anything, I'm going to go to Melanie because I Melanie know, knows a guy. She yeah. knows a guy. That's what I tell them, too. <laughs> I say, know a guy, yeah. it, it might be a gal, but right. I know a guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> guy or gal. For those of you just joining us, we're speaking with Melanie Zeman, who is the founder and president of North Georgia CFOs, as well as one of the founding members for Forsyth Business Exchange, the networking group we were just talking a lot about, as well as Tyler Nelson, who is the director of local partnerships for 680 The Fan, and also Jennifer Haysbrook, who is the VP of commercial banking for OZK. I always want to say Ozark, and I know you told me the story of how it kind of Change. Name changed, right? Yeah, yeah, we rebranded in so 17. Share yeah. a little bit about that rebrand. Yeah, so um, Bank of the Ozarks was the original bank, and um, we have been Bank of the Ozarks since the 70s when our CEO took over. And that's something you also don't see in banking either, um, the CEO staying as long as he's ha- mm-hmm. as he's been there. He's been there for over 40 years, George Gleason, um, and very hands-on as the bank grows. So um, you don't see that as well. He goes around and visits branches and does it every few years to make sure, you know, he's getting to know his people. Well, you know, as anything, banking's changing. Yeah. Um, you know, we are a younger, getting into a younger generation and, you know, what's cool and stuff. So, I mean, if you think of some of the big banks, B of A, it's Bank of America, you right. know, but you don't call it Bank of America. You call it B of yeah, A. Yeah. There's acronyms for everything, you know. So it's like, all right, well, we don't want to just be Bank of the Ozarks. We're going into the South in Georgia. People in Georgia are like, what's an Ozark? I don't the know TV what an Ozark. show. Yeah, the yeah. TV yeah. show. Like, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, people in Florida, what's an Ozark? So they decided to, you know what, let's get hip. Let's get cool. Let's, they just, <laughs> they took AR, they took Arkansas out, out. And we are OZK. I doesn't, like it. Doesn't stand for anything. Doesn't mean anything. We're just being hip and cool now. Good, good transition. <laughs> Got some good colors. You know, everybody looks there good in go. some red and black. Uh-huh. And exactly. Yeah. Good dogs. Yeah, oh, don't yeah. even start on that. <laughs> Sorry. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. You mean the national championship? 
Georgia Bulldogs? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> I forgot, were you a War Eagle? Okay, War Eagle. Or Tiger. I was going to say know. Clemson. <laughs> That's no, our wrong Tiger. Fight. That's yeah. the ugly Tiger. <laughs> Obby's the cute Tiger. <laughs> Heather Fleming is a Clemson band. Yeah, you guys know Heather with MST? Uh-huh. She was at the women's group as well. Yep. Tyler, share with our listeners and with um, our guests here at the table, talk about a well, client experience right, with so the fan. So it's a little bit more different than that. And then being uh, a radio station, being at the core of what we are, it's quite literally invisible, right? So um, before I joined the station almost five years ago, um, Mr. Dickey made the decision to move over to the battery where our office and station is. So it overlooks the battery. So when someone comes in for the first time being like either – I'm all, already all about this, or, okay, let's see, let's suss this out and figure out is, is 680 the fan a good marketing option for us or whatever. They come into our office, and it's really pretty. It's, it's very, very pretty for as far as radio stations go, which some of them can be just dark holes in the wall. But uh, it overlooks the battery, big glass windows, and, you know, you could see the, all the different studios, and, uh, you know, there's some sports stuff hanging on mm-hmm. the wall or whatever. Maybe you run into Shaquille O'Neal or Tom Glavin in the hallway. Who knows? Um, but really just – Coming, getting to walk in there and see guys broadcasting before you walk into a Braves game, Super fifty cool. feet away. It, it, it's definitely part of it. But you know, being such close partners with the Braves, it's definitely the proximity to to that doesn't doesn't hurt. Um, you know, so. I got to give a shout out to my old partner in crime, Mister Mike Salmon, who used to be a play by play announcer for ninety two nine. He is uh, listening right now because I told him he would be on. <laughs> so I wanted to give a little give okay. a little on air love there. Um, but he would be in good company if yeah, you were to yeah, walk into Dickie. Sure. Um, but yeah, so it's, you know, it's, it's radio and it's fun like that and all that sense. But again, like I said, at the end of the day, you know, we like to say, you know, we know a guy too. It's, it's kind of that over your fence to your neighbor, but with a megaphone, you know what I mean? Right. So mm-hmm. it's, that helps. what was that? Um, Tim, the tool man, Taylor. Exactly. Oh, when yeah. He, oh, that yeah. neighbor his that Wilson. always just like peeped over the edge. Did like you guys ever watch that? Uh-huh. Oh yeah. Was Loved it. Sure. Myself again. Yeah. They never showed his whole face. Mm-hmm. I never. just peeked him like, Meh. Right. Yep. <laughs> the sage neighbor he always went to advice for. Yes, yes. he did. He yeah. had the best advice. Mm-hmm. Everybody needs. Would you say Mr. Wilson? It was No, it was just Wilson. Was Wilson. Just Wilson. Everybody needs a Wilson. Wilson. And they're like, Wilson. Wilson. The, the ball. Yeah. I know who you're talking about. <laughs> I, I knew somebody. I knew one of y'all was going to do it. <laughs> Tom Hanks. Man, that movie was forever ago. Uh, Melian, I wanted to share something you kept re- uh, repeating, and it reminded me of what I refer to my network as or my the people I can connect people with. And I like to refer to that as my sphere of influence. Right. So it sounds like you also have a large sphere of influence. All of us here at the table pride ourselves on being able to connect the right people with people of value. Absolutely. So uh, I'd like to kind of change, switch gears here as our time just keeps ticking away. I can't <laughs> believe we're already 23 minutes in. How do you effectively communicate to your clients and to your team members? And this is kind of open for discussion here within the table. I know not all of you may manage people directly. I know I don't. Um, but c- effective communication is paramount in everything Absolutely. that we do. So delivering our 30-second sales pitch or leading a conversation in one of these groups or being a host for an experience. Talk about some of the key points of effectively communicating with others. Well, I think it starts with listening, right? Mm-hmm. So um, we are very good listeners. Mm-hmm. Um, and especially when we're going in with these clients um, that are, you know, they're trying to figure out, can they th- can their business survive? Can they become profitable, right? So um, we're very hands-on um, with communicating with our um, clients. And we let them know that, you know, we're going to go through this process, but at any time, you know, you can call us, 
Um, I prefer phone calls just because I'm a person that likes to talk. <laughs> um, you know, uh, sending texts I'm not very good at. So, and um, and then, of course, email. So, but getting the community, the, leaving the lines of communication open between us and our clients, um, it's that, you know, the old saying, the open door um, mm-hmm. policy. And that's how we how we keep it. Um, you know, uh, I just hired an assistant, so I'm hoping she's going to help me, Michelle. Congratulations. Yeah, exactly. So the, hopefully she's going to help keep our communication levels open with our uh, uh, clients as well. Very nice. And I had a chance to meet her at the last meeting. That's she seemed, right. She seemed like a wonderful addition. There you go. Welcome yeah. to the team, That's Michelle. right. All well, right. and Melanie made a good point. I've always said, and, you know, those above me that I, I have looked to as my mentors, they said the best salespeople are going to be the best listeners. Absolutely. You should not be Absolutely. the one talking the most. You should be the one listening because how are you going to learn and effectively give them the best products and the best service if you're not listening to what their needs are? So, you know, that's one thing I, you know, I did previously manage people, but now I'm their partners. And so going in there and redirecting of instead of like telling them how to do it now, like, okay, now we're doing it together, you know, with commercial banking, you have to effectively partner with your branches because I only get the commercial client briefly with doing the loan, but to keep them, they've got to be able to be taken care of on the daily with their transactions with their, um, with going into the branches. And so I've got to effectively communicate with my teams that this is what they need. This is what they're looking for. And then same thing. If they ever have any issues, please come to me, let me know what's going on. So it's, it's making sure that you're even, you know, effectively partnering with your partners. So uh, something my dad said it a lot when I was a kid was uh, the good Lord gave you two ears and one mouth for a reason. Yeah, my dad read the same dad book. I don't don't think it's that rare, but dadism. But but it's so true, right? And it's so when you grow up and oh man, he's right about that. But um, I think it's from listening is also empathy too, right? Yes. And and whether that's a coworker or or a client or whatever, whatever the case may be, empathy and listening I think go hand in hand. And so in the position like I'm in, if I if I go in knowing exactly what I think is – what I already think and that that's what's going to be what I'm going to talk to them about, if they go a different direction, if you're not listening, mm-hmm. you know. Didn't pick up done, on that. It's didn't embarrassing. Work, yeah. 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 <laughs> and, and, and exactly, it, it is. Yeah. And it, it usually that's not a partnership, right? Yeah. And, again, whether that's a client, coworker, employee, whatever, it's – yeah. It, the listening and, and, again, for me, I think empathy as well. So. I like that. I want to ask a, a weird question, and then I'm going to ask another weird question, but that's how I get down. <laughs> uh, we were talking before the show about um, information slipping your mind almost instantaneously, <laughs> instantaneously <laughs> after meeting someone. Especially this, when you get old. I am sh- well, Wait, then, way to call us out of me. I uh, suffer from that, too. So my question is genuine when I ask, what is the way that you can professionally kind of recover from that in conversation if it kind of escapes your mind? So the, the example honest, I used, be honest. literally yeah. shaking yeah. someone's hand and then getting into conversation and like you said Jennifer thinking about what I want to add to that or processing mm-hmm. their question and then oh my gosh Francesca just slipped my mind and how am I ever going to remember Francesca I don't have anything to tie that to in my world so I think you guys all agreed just being honest yeah, and I, saying, straight oh on absolutely gosh. yes just say I'm, I'm sorry. So sorry I'm so sorry I don't doubt for a second and, and you know I think and this is for me personally like in the modern era I, I think uh, mental health 
awareness and um, understanding is a lot more important and people talk about it more and there's a lot more, like I said, awareness. I have ADHD. So, I mean, like truly. And so I'm not afraid to admit that to people. Like, I'm so sorry. I, I truly am ADHD. I do take medications for it. <laughs> what did you just say? <laughs> like, and, 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 and with, I think that, and again, honesty the, is the best policy, mm-hmm. whatever it's still, it's, it's being honest. And then, you know, I, also saying the answer, like, I don't know the answer to that question. I'll get back to, I will find out. You're admitting you don't know. Right. With that yep. comes trust that I will, I believe that you're, what you're telling me is true because when you don't know something, you, <laughs> saying, you yeah. have to be honest. I think right. because people will respect that too. Yes, you That's know exactly what I'm saying. Because exactly. if you're going to try and BS it, right, mm-hmm. people are going to see through that, oh, right? Yeah. And so why why go there? Just you know, hey, I I, I got a short span. Um, I'm going squirrely, yeah. and um, I totally didn't hear what you just said. Your name was so you can repeat it to me like five times, and yeah. I might get it. <laughs> well, and I tell people, I'm like, I have to literally look at your face and say your name a few times or even meet <laughs> you a few times. So I'm like, you know, can you please repeat it again? I might ask you again, but I will remember your face. Right. I am more of a visual. Me too. So, Me and too. I'm like, hey, but good thing being in the South. Oh, hey, sweetheart. Hey, yeah. dear. Hey, buddy. Hey, honey. Up, hey, buddy. Yeah. yeah. You don't have to know their name. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you a funny story. I was at Marla's Tavern, which I have not been to the one here in Cumming. My tried and true is in Duluth. And I met a gentleman who I knew from the south side of Atlanta in Noonan. He was a mortgage lender, and he was doing a, a loan up here. So he was eating on the patio at Marlowe's. And he comes up to me and greets me by name. And, hey, Amanda, how you doing? I stood there for a good five minutes carrying on an entire conversation with him before I literally said, I am so sorry. Where do I know you from? (laughs) And my mind wasn't even thinking like 10 years ago. It was thinking like the past three months, 12 events I was at this week. But blew my mind. It was from, you know, my past in in Noonan, Georgia. But he very kindly reminded me. He said, no problem, Zach Davis. Shout out, Zach Davis, (laughs) Movement Mortgage. And he said, I've grown a beard since then. So we kind of chalked it up to that. (laughs) But it was all in good fun. But I think even in that situation, I I don't find any shame saying, look, I'm really sorry. I'm having the hardest time placing you. How How do we know each other? Yeah, yeah, yeah. and then exactly. come swooping in. Absolutely. Or my favorite is when they're like, oh, my gosh, I don't remember either. I just knew I knew you. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's yeah. Yeah. Or, you go, or you go up to me, don't I know you from somewhere? Yeah. yeah. And, and then there's somebody, I just met you game like game. the other night. And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, see, yeah. I knew I knew you. I knew I knew you. <laughs> okay, I want to transition to something fun. Tyler knows I'm notorious for asking my Chick-fil-A question about favorite sauces. <laughs> but we're going to switch it up today because um, I'm Oh, no, I my answer prepared and everything. You can tell me anyway. Zesty buffalo. Zesty buffalo, I like like it too. Okay, what's your favorite Chick Fil A sauce? None. None. You're not a saucy girl. Uh, mayonnaise <gasps> all the way. Okay, lots like of mayonnaise what? on your fries or like on your no, sandwich. No, on my sandwich. Okay, so what do you dip your fries in? Nothing. No. Wow. Lots of salt. So weird. I lots weird. of salt. I'm excited to go to Chick Fil A with you sometimes because <laughs> I like lots of sauce and they have been kind of hoarding the sauces here lately. <laughs> They're rationing them, shall I say? So I will add my sauce to your meal as you don't like. Oh, them, there you and go. I'll be there able you to go. Have Four Absolutely. Yeah. Do you like to, do you like save them, take it home, put them in your drawer and stuff? I don't do that like intentionally, but I usually have one left over, so yeah, I, I do. I have the sauce that. drawer. Everyone has the sauce drawer. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm mayonnaise. Mayonnaise all Jennifer. the way. So I'm kind of like Melanie. I am not a Chick Fil A sauce either. So if I get a regular sandwich, just plain, don't do anything with it. If I get their grilled sandwich, I actually get their fat free honey mustard. 
dressing. Okay. Like it's tangier. Yum. And they're like, really? But you didn't get a salad. I don't care. I'm dipping right. it. That Their, their <laughs> fat-free honey mustard dressing Ooh. is so yummy. Well, I might have to try it because I didn't even know they had them fat. Okay, so I was going to talk about pizza because I ate at Rosati's not too long ago. And they've mm-hmm. got that phenomenal, what is it, like deep to Chicago style pizza? They got all sorts coming? of good stuff. I mean, yeah. it was this fat, Tyler. Dude, this Jets pizza fat. for the deep dish, I'm telling you. I love Jets. Jets. Oh, mm-hmm. The square Jets? one. Jets? Because the, the square, corners yeah. are crispy. Oh, my gosh. What's yes. Jets? And it's I don't like know a if they have thing, it here. Yeah, they do. They there's, do? There's okay. some. There's some. It's f- huh. So it's a square. Or our favorite it's is the square pizza, yeah. and they put like the cheese overflowing on it, so it gets kind of crispy on the corners. And I always like shotgun the corner pieces because I like that little cheesy crunch. Oh, yeah. it's, it's so oh I'm a mellow mushroom person, so I, like I mellow. love mellow mushroom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like yeah. it because they sell it by the slice. You can go there for lunch and have pizza. No, salad. I don't want that. But oh, I, yeah, I want that pizza. The whole pizza. So, what are your favorite toppings? Uh, just ham and mushroom. Oh, I like it. There you go. Simple. She yep. says, just simple. And yep. Jennifer, what's your favorite pizza topping? Everything. Everything? I like the house. You mean every pizza topping available or just like a, a supreme usually, pizza? Yeah, like a supreme. Okay. Yep. I can get behind that minus the onions. Yep. I'm not no, a I like the onions too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Tyler, you like it? Supreme? Depends on the mood. Yeah. Right? Sometimes it's like grilled chicken and barbecue sauce. Oh. Is the thing. Probably go to if I had gun in my head, onions and pepperoni. Mm-hmm. Maybe bell peppers on there too. Wow. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not an onion man, but mm-hmm. I'm probably gonna throw you guys for a loop because I like pepperoni, banana peppers, and pineapple. Oh, I yes, used to pineapple. do the pineapple <laughs> thing. <laughs> pineapple is allowed on yes. pizza. I like the salty sweet variant. <laughs> there you it's go. Very tasty. There you go. I can't do it. Not Mm-mm. together. Yeah, I, I can understand that. Yep. You know, it's I, again with the sweet and salty. I kind of like that parallel. There you go. Jennifer mentioned mentorship, and I know that you ladies have probably in gentlemen have had some people that have influenced you throughout your careers and I kind of want to dig a little bit back and see where you know the passion for what you do kind of started but to my first point mentorship who is somebody that has been foundational in helping form who you are and helping you get to where you're at today and it could be a parent I mean it could be you know like your bestie I mean uh, anybody I will share with you. It's both of my partners who have poured into me as mentors. Um, my first broadcasting partner who kind of helped me uh, find my voice behind the mic, as well as Duffy Dixon, who's a former 11 Live broadcaster. <laughs> there you go. And uh, I just find mentors in different ways throughout life that help you propel um, to reach new heights. So we'll start with Tyler because I feel like you you have somebody on the on the cusp. Uh, I mean, there's so many, right? Like you said, as throughout life, um, and I think what good, really healthy relationships are, whether they're, they're professional, professional, whatever, uh, they should be helping you grow, right? It should be part of what the relationship is based on. So that's boss, employee, spouse, whatever. You should be growing. And I, so at least just professionally, definitely my, my dad, like it's, I mean, I even reference him today, but um, my boss is Nick uh, Constantino, Colin Wheat, uh, both for sure, kind of like mom and dad in a certain situation. Mm-hmm. But um, my boss, Nick, specifically, we, we got to be friends before I worked there, uh, and I was in a completely different industry. And when something came open, you know, he, he helped bring me into the to six eight the fan and nice. relationship. Yeah. And Melanie, I would say I'm probably uh, when I was younger, it was my father. You know, being the um, dad with two uh, two daughters, you know, he just told us, you know, don't take any crap from anybody, and you know, speak your mind and. Um, so he was definitely first. Yeah. Yeah. He was, uh, he, he was a hoot. He was a partier. He was awesome. Um, he was probably the first, but then Ken Kissinger, um, was one and Shirley Daniel was another, but I think my ultimate, um, pusher, if you will, and supporter would definitely be my husband. Uh, he's awesome. He's always supported me, um, going to school as a non-traditional student when we were, 
giving birth to babies at the same time. Yeah, it was crazy. So, yeah. <laughs> sounds sounds yeah. crazy. It was really nuts. Well, I'm going to keep the trend. Uh, would have to start off with my dad. Two daughters as well. He just, I mean, even professionally, personally, it started off with, um, you know, you need to learn how to take care of yourself. You never need to have a man to take care of you. You need to live on your own for a few years. You need to pay your bills and then, you know, then go get married or whatever. Playhouse. Yes. <laughs> go playhouse, all that. So it started there. And then he was just always the one that, hey, this is going on. Daddy, what what do I do? And so I miss that now, you know, that he's not here. Um, professionally, going into my banking career, you know, I never even planned on being in banking was not going to do it. I was in the medical field, and it just kind of happened. And I got in under uh, two former bosses, Bronson Lavender and Lauren Viverka. And they have probably been the best people I've ever worked for, believed in their people, didn't know, it didn't matter how high up they were. They treated everybody the same. But I could go to them and be like, I don't know what I'm doing next. And they were like, well, let's talk it out. What do you like to do? What, what's the plan? Here's how you need to get there. What do we need to do to get you there? And um, they were just, you know, and I still call them for stuff, even though I don't work for them anymore. Here's what's going on. What do I do now? And they're just like, all right, let's talk it out. Let's do it. So those are just, they've been amazing those in my are the professional best, career. Best kind of mentors that you can call upon for any situation, mm -hmm. uh, whether it be, I mean, you kind of got to toggle the line between personal and professional, or at right. least I feel like I do. Yeah. I'd have professional mentors as well as personal mentors. But if you can call your banking mentor and talk to them about something not in the industry, that's mm -hmm. even more powerful because they are able to provide that resource to you. Right. Now I'm going to flip the coin and see about mentoring others and community service and participation. I think we're all part of a lot of groups that give back. I know that we have some Rotarians in here and also chamber members, et cetera, et cetera. So talk a little bit about maybe a scenario in which you were a mentor to someone, you provided mentorship, or some way that you kind of serve our community um, along that same vein. I have a, had a client that's a um, luxury home builder, and he just really got frustrated with the balance sheet and the income statement and trying to figure out what his business was doing. And so um, I came in and started working with him, and we would sit down and go through all <coughs> the financial statements each month and eventually he finally he just kept on telling me I know I keep asking you the same question over and over every month when we sit down and go through these but he goes just thank you for your patience and I said you know what that's what I'm here for mm -hmm. I said I'll just keep on explaining it to you I'll figure out different ways to explain it to you so that one day that light's gonna go on so long and behold uh, we had that meeting and he goes you know what I know I know what we're talking about now. And he would go, <laughs> blah, 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 blah. And I said, awesome. So we're high-fiving them and stuff. But you know what? That's the most gratifying thing that I can get with any business owner is letting them to get to that point yeah. where they understand something that's very crucial for their business to grow. Mm -hmm. It's that aha moment. Absolutely. Yeah. So the baby bird can fly away, right? You uh, guys are all parents. I am not, so I cannot speak to mentoring the young mind or life of another. Um, but I'm sure that some of your children also look to you for that same leadership well, I mean, and mentorship. You hope so, right? I yeah. Mean, <laughs> every, everything, I, my, I have a 10-year-old daughter, and everything y'all just said about your 
Dads, I, I hope she can say about that meeting someday, too. Yeah. That's, the way I, that's the way I... Right, don't uh, depend but, on anybody to take care of you, yeah. but yep. you. Yeah. Um, but, you know, to answer your question, Amanda, and uh, I'm so sorry. I was going to give a quick shout to Ed Kennedy, who's another mentor of mine that I almost forgot to say. But to answer your question, I, there's two new guys who sit ne- near me, and, you know, it's, we're in the same excuse me, tier of, like, what we do, but they're new. And, you know, one of them had never done, been in this industry before, and it's, it takes a lot to figure out, even if you have been in our industry before, just coming into a new place and in a bigger market and stuff. So I definitely love love helping out coworkers and stuff like that. And whether it's coworkers who've been doing it longer than me, who, who just th- maybe copywriting isn't their strength and, and I'm pretty good at it or mm-hmm. whatever the case may be. But, um, you know, we, we, uh, our stage six, eight, the fan is very, we have charity golf tournaments and we do, a, we do a lot to be part of and be active in the community and stuff. And so even just through work of, uh, I think probably an important thing for most, if not all businesses mm-hmm. to do that. Oh, but, absolutely. Um, but when you're locally owned business, if it's, it's should be one of your cornerstones, I think. Being, being active, whether that's just literally donating money or, or somehow being active and be, being part of what your business ethos is. I think I think the one thing I miss about coming over to the commercial side is I no longer have people reporting to me. I'm not managing anymore. And that was the one thing I absolutely loved. I actually liked managing people. Now, I don't miss the, the HR and, you know, the staffing. The and drama. All that kind of stuff. <laughs> the drama, yeah. But when you find those people who... You can help. I always said, I am here as your manager to help build your resume. It is a great compliment to myself and my managerial skills if I can get you to get to whatever it is that you're looking to do um, next, whether that continues to work for me or another department or even another bank. You know, so I just, I miss that aspect. But what I do like now is because I'm not their manager, they still come to me, and I can be a little bit more honest. Yes. <laughs> I'd be like, well, I'm not your manager anymore, but here's what I would do right. <laughs> kind of thing. So, My, my boss, Nick, said something. Said, always says something that I really resonated that you just said, which is we should train you good enough that you could get a job somewhere else. We should treat you well enough that you don't. Right. Right. Exactly. Yeah. We had, I had a situation like what you were just talking about, Jennifer, and um, – when I was working at Hansgrohe, actually, it's a local Forsyth County business. Um, and I had a lady that was um, in my accounting department. She was, I think, accounts payable, and she wanted to do HR. But I already had a lady in HR. And so I told her, I said, let, let me introduce you to some people. You know, I can, if you want to be in HR, I'll help you. I said, let's, let's work on that. Mm-hmm. And so um, I introduced her to some people, and she got a job in HR, and she left. And she goes, I can't believe you're, you're doing this. That means you're going to have to find somebody else for my job. And I said, but this is my job, is to make sure that people that work right. for me are happy and right. are in a good place, right? Yeah. So I've had over the years multiple people come back to me and say, hey, Melanie, do you have a job opening? You know, mm-hmm. So – I think that's the biggest compliment I can get, right? Yeah, I would agree with you. I'll have to share, uh, since we're name dropping and shouting out, I can't. I would be <laughs> remiss if I didn't uh, thank my partner in crime and in business here at Forsyth Business Radio X, Steve Cooper, mm-hmm. for uh, believing in what we do here and helping bring this catalyst to the community. And then also along the same vein of service, a dear friend of mine, Randy Brunson, who you guys uh, might meet in the future, he always says, be generous with your time, treasures, and talents. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if you just 
you kind of operate with that mentality of being a giver or being a connector and freely giving those things rather than hoarding them. Mm-hmm. It all comes back around. Oh, absolutely. It comes back around the giving circle. That's right. Yep. Yes. Well, I do want to give you an opportunity to share some final thoughts, parting words. It can be funny. It can be serious. It can be uh, <laughs> useful. I will leave it up to you. Um, but before we say goodbye to our listeners, Jennifer's got the deer in the headlights look. She's like, Amelia, you didn't prepare <laughs> for this question. So whoever has something to throw out, give me a dad joke, Tyler. Dad joke. Dad <laughs> joke. Okay, dad okay, joke. Okay. I'm not dad. a dad joke. I know, but I'm just not a <laughs> <laughs> oh, got one. Why didn't the skeleton go to the party? Because he had no body to go with. <laughs> oh, but no a There you go. <laughs> <laughs> and the uh, final word. Yeah, Jennifer Haysbrook, Banco ZK, commercial banker. Um, I do keep saying banker. There is a difference between a banker and a lender. Yes. Your banker should be there not just for the loans, but for your whole business aspect. I should be there to help walk you through getting from accounts to merchant to treasury to to anything. If we get the loan, that's great because I do have goals to meet. Um, <laughs> but, you know, I, I want to be your banker. I want you to think of me when you were thinking of any business need. And how can people that are listening get in touch with you should they have a need? Oh, well, you can either email me or you can call 770-292-8004. That is my direct line. Leave a voicemail. I will call you back. And, yeah. How about your email? Because your name is tricky to spell. Oh, yeah. Jennifer, J-E-N-N-I-F-E-R dot Haysbrook. H-A-E is an elephant. Z is in zebra. E is an elephant. B is in boy. R-O-U-C is in cat. K at O-Z-K dot com. Boom. That's not long. Yeah. Not at all. <laughs> Thank you for spelling <laughs> not it. Not verbose. Yeah. No I always interchange the E. I'm not going to mess up our listeners, but I, I do it. Well, reverse. everybody's like, you yeah. do that a lot, don't you? Obviously. Yeah. <laughs> What was your maiden name? Was it easier to spell? Four letters. Ives. I-V-E-S. There we go. And you would think people would know it. St. Ives, all that. No, no, no. Eves, Ives, Evies. And for yourself, Melanie? Well, first of all, I want to highly recommend Jennifer. She is very genuine and listens. And yes, uh, if you're looking for uh, a great banker, she's she's your woman. So Thank you, Um, Melanie. So Melanie Zeman, North Georgia CFOs. We are a fractional CFO business, so we can come help you be more profitable, help you understand your financials. If you have bookkeeping needs, we can help you with your bookkeeping needs. We can help you with your accounting needs. We, a controllership. We'll really dig in and um, find out where, what position your business is in so that we can help you um, manage your growth and get you at a better spot in the marketplace. So, um, again, Melanie Zeman, North Georgia CFOs. Our um, telephone number is 770-335-6528. And email is mzeman, Z-E-M-A-N, at NorthGeorgiaCFOs.com. Mm-hmm. And North Georgia spelled all the way out, y'all. Yes, yes, it and is. Tyler. Thank you very much. Uh, yeah, again, I'm Tyler Nelson, a local director, uh, director of local partnerships at 680 The Fan um, on 680 AM, 93.7 FM, um, 680TheFan.com, or download the app. Uh, and that's where you can also listen to Braves games for free if you are out of range of anything else. <laughs> and how um, can our listeners get in touch with yeah, you? Yeah, Tyler Nelson at 680TheFan.com. And my direct number is 404 210 8136. I like it. 
Holla at me. All right. Thank you guys so much for joining us today. Well, thank I've you for having us. Yes. I've enjoyed the conversation. Us. Time flies so quickly when you're having fun. Right. right. I know. That went really quick. Disgusting pizza and chicken. I told them that I locked the door so they couldn't leave. I'll unlock it so you can get out. Let us out. For our guests today and for everybody out there listening, I wanted to thank you very much. If you find value in these shows, please subscribe to Forsyth Business Radio wherever you get your audio shows. I am your host, Amanda Pierce, and I would love to connect with you on LinkedIn. That is Amanda, P-E-A-R-C-H. And I want to thank you again for listening. And until next time, this has been Forsyth Business Radio.